Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast, Healing the Broken Marriage. We are your hosts. I'm Alicia. And I'm Brian. And we just want to say welcome to everybody that's new. If you are just looking around on all the podcast lists and you happen to find us, well, we are so glad you did. And if you are a returning listener, then welcome back. We are so glad to have each and every one of you here along on this journey each week as we go after healthy marriages, healthy family, healthy connection, and just really going after everything that God has in store for you in your relationships moving forward. So before we jump into today's episode, I just want to encourage you guys to go check out our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. Our website is actually based off of my book, Making Beauty with the Ashes, How God Saved My Marriage. So um, just head on over there after this podcast, check it out. You can find my book there. Our podcast is there. Um, some articles that we've written is there and just some other ways that you can connect with us. So going into today's episode, I really wanted to talk about kind of based off of a conversation that I had with a friend um, just a few days ago. And so it's basically about when you are stuck in a season way longer than you're supposed to be. And what I mean by that is like, for example, you know, me and Brian, we've shared marriage testimony many times and you guys um, have an idea. And if you don't, if you haven't heard our marriage testimony, go back and listen to some of the earlier season one podcast episodes, or you can also read about it in my book. I also share my marriage testimony more in depth there actually. But so in our personal story journey, you know, we had gone through a lot of marriage problems. And once all of those kind of came to a head, you know, where Brian and I had, um, you know, Brian attempted suicide and it did not come to fruition. And I had contemplated it, but God hid all the pills from me. And if you don't know what that's about, you need to go check out some, some of our earlier podcasts too, where we talk about how God saved our lives. But anyways, so what I'm referring to is, so once Brian and I had reconciled, we were heading in the right direction. Um, we had come out, you know, from the outside, we were coming out of a painful season, yet my mind was still stuck in the painful situation and I could not move forward. And it was like, you know, even our whole life, everything was moving forward. We were literally moving from home to home, weren't we, Brian? Yeah. (laughs) We were moving out of an old home into a newer home. Um, just lots of moving out of the old into the new and, um, but I was still stuck in that old season. And so the thing about God is that he wanted to, me to come out of that season and he was inviting me through, you know, healing and deliverance and, and inner healing. Yet I had to like. This is something that, you know, God doesn't force his freedom on you, which is crazy. Like he wants you to be free. He wants you to be free from a past painful season, but he won't force his freedom on you. So in heading into today's episode, sometimes these seasons that we're in for much longer than we're supposed to be there is kind of our own doing. 
And, you know, God is super patient with us and he won't rush us out of a season. Although, you know, he will encourage you, you know, say you've kind of sat down and you've just gone through a super painful season. You're on the other side of it, yet your mind and the pain that you feel is still there. And it's like, you can't move forward. You're still stuck. And so God will encourage you to try like, like kind of like a toddler, you know, if you're walking around holding a toddler's hand, sometimes they'll just stop or they'll sit down um, right where, you know, right, right when you're walking and they'll just kind of sit down. And I feel like that's kind of what I did in my journey of healing from what Brian and I got through as a marriage is I was walking along with God and then I just sat down and he was still holding my hand while I was sitting there. He was just like, okay, we'll just let you sit there until you're ready to get back up. And it's like, the thing is, is, is God will let you stay in your painful season as long as you want to be there. So the time frame, how long you're there is up to you, which is crazy because walking on the other side of it, getting free from it, you're like, wow, this is so much better. Why did I stay there so long? Well, the thing is, is you're probably, you probably learned a lot in that season. You know, there's always something that can be gained, even if you're in an extended period of waiting. There's always something that you can learn and gain in that season. But Brian, I really wanted you to share um, a time where God was speaking to you. Like we had kind of made some decisions and God was like, okay, it's time to change. And we kept putting it off and kept putting it off and kept putting it off. So why don't you tell that story? Well, we was kind of coming out of, I guess, well, our own uh, personal healing. And then, you know, it was about the same time, like the economy and building to kind of slow down. So we had made the decision that I was going to take a job offer. And uh, so I did. I wasn't there very long until you came to me. Because we were wondering, you know, it's just like, is this is this where God wants me to be at? Yeah, it felt like even when we when you took it, it was because we were it's based out of fear, right? Yeah, we were like, what are we gonna do? Yeah, things because I mean, building building the the housing industry has highs and lows. It's it's like seems like they say it's just like a seven year trend. Like you hit a slow spell with housing, and then it booms again, and then seven years later it slows. So we were in that slow period and I, I did, you know, out of fear, I believe I took that position and I wasn't there that long. And I remember I just, I didn't feel like it was right. I hated it. Um, hated even going in. And it sucked our savings. Yeah. I mean, we literally, everything we saved, was we, going we were living, well, I was working, but we were living off of our savings. So, you know, you, you had prayed about it and you came to me and you said, this isn't where you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be in building. And here it was, it's like, you know, things, I went a different direction with work because things were slow and housing wasn't coming in. You know, there's no calls to build houses. So, and, any, it, was in the, and it was in the winter. Yeah, people which don't is really a bad time for build. housing. You yeah, start building. It was literally like January, I think. Yeah. So anyways, you came to me. I remember you come to me and you're like, you're not supposed to be there. You got to get away because you're we're tying God's hands up. So I remember the ne- very next day I went in, like very next day, and said, I'm done. You know, I'm quitting. Mm-hmm. And I even talked to them about the two-week notice or, you know, 
just going ahead and quit. And I think I went ahead and quit. I then, just quit. Yeah, yeah, I think that was my final day. They were they were fine with that. Um, so literally that very same week that I quit, I get a phone call from an individual wanting a new home built. Yeah. And I remember I did that. I mean, it's like, it's been crazy since then. I don't even know how many houses I've built since then then, it's just been one after another after another of course you know we've had testimony this year of this past year being slow but and it was this this past year was not a great year for building it was just you know i i was finishing a couple houses that we started the previous year but um you know it's just the economy and lumber prices were ridiculous so you know that did affect things and always does affect building or housing industry when lumber interest rates are fluctuating but other than that last year it's been booming for several years and you know it was just a it was a matter of being obedient Mm -hmm. and having faith because here here the job i took because i was scared that i wouldn't have income coming in or what we needed i took it out of fear and then to turn around and throw that job away in faith it was hard, but I trusted like you had prayed and I trusted what you had heard from God and he made good. I mean, literally the same week he made good on a contract, you know, home coming in. Yeah. And I think the interesting thing is, is he asked us to trust him before we even saw any evidence that he was going to provide. So a lot of times that's how God works is he'll say, I need you to lay this down. And you're like, but I need to pick something up, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know? And a lot of times he'll tell you to lay something down before he shows you what he's going to have you pick up or before he shows you the provision that he's bringing. Mm -hmm. So it's all about trust. With God, it's all about trust. He wants you to trust him first. And I mean, if we only trusted him because, you know, of course, if somebody says, I'm going to give you a million dollars and they, and they're handing it to you as they're saying it, of course, you're going to trust that they're going to give it to you because you see it. Well, in the kingdom, the way God works is he wants you to trust him first. And then you usually see or hear second. It's usually not the other way around because it's a faith walk with God. And I feel like a lot of times, you know, even in my life and our marriage, um, he would want me to lay something down or before I was even ready or even felt like I was ready. You know, I was like, no, I got to hold on to that because if I don't stay a victim in my mind, who am I going to be, you know? And that's not like the conversation I would have with God, but that's literally what was going on. It was like, if I don't stay the victim, who will I be? Alicia has been the victim for, you know, 12, 13 years. If I give that piece up, I'm going to lose myself. And what that did though, initially is kept me stuck longer in a season that I didn't want to be in. And had you not decided I'm going to lay, I mean, Brian, cause like when I came to you and said, you know, God said we need, you're going to need to leave this job and that his, um, grace that's covering us right now 
is almost to the end. And once we, if we exceed that, we're kind of like, we're being, we're walking on disobedience at this mm-hmm. point. Right. So had you not listened, because you literally the very next day. I did. I remember <laughs> going in, talking to the uh, foreman. He was very understandable. That's another thing. He was like, I mean, they, they wanted me to stay. I mean, they had, they had even, you know, made other job offers um, as far as advancing. And he, but he was very understanding. I just told him, I said, this isn't the, the right fit for me and I got to get out of here. And I mean, he was like, so when do you want it to be your last day? And I remember saying, you know, is the day okay? You know, I don't want to put you in a bind or pinch. And he's like, no, we'll be fine. So it was like Larry I was gone. Yeah. I walked away that day. And I did. I remember walking to my truck and feeling peace. Like, this is what. And it wasn't, you know, and sometimes you get, because even my own family, when I told them that, you know, they were like, what do you do that for? You know, yeah. that don't seem like a good idea. A lot of times, you know, even to friends and family, sometimes what God asks you to do, it don't seem like a good idea. But I guess, you know, you get. Yeah. And there's, there's a, that's a kind of a gray area for a lot of people because you want to be so in tune with God that you know you're hearing right, even if it's the craziest thing. Yeah. Because on the opposite side of that, we've had friends and family who has done crazy things because they thought they heard right. Yeah. And then they found out they heard wrong. I mean, crazy things like to the extent of selling everything and moving to a different state because right. they thought they were supposed to be in ministry there and they get there and they turn around yeah. and come back years later. Yeah. Realizes. So it's like very, it's very important that you're in tune and you're hearing God correctly. Oh yeah. And I think especially if it's something like that, where you feel like you're supposed to move, I would make sure to get some confirmations for that. If it's something big now, and I even remember when I heard that, I just felt like the weightiness of God, almost kind of like the urgency. And so there was a lot of pressure on me to make sure that I had heard God correctly because I was just like, I had just started on a journey of learning to hear God's voice for myself and not trying to hear from him through other people. So there was a lot. I remember when you quit the next day, I was like, oh my gosh, he did it. Oh my gosh, I hope I heard right. (laughs) Because then there was that whole thing of what if I mess up? What if I didn't hear wrong? What if I didn't hear right? And so it just happened. You guys, I took the risk. Brian listened and he quit his job. Neither one of us had jobs actually. We, we were both jobs, which I wouldn't recommend. I literally wouldn't recommend doing that unless you know that you know. Well, you would have had a job, but you had recently quit to homeschool our kids. Yeah. So, you know, your nursing degree. I could have gone back to school. Yeah. So, you know, but that was a decision that we felt like we had to make too. And that's what God wanted, you know, for the best for our children. So we knew we was in obedience for, you know, we was in obedience with that. And then... When he tells you the other spouse to quit their job and you're like, good grief. Okay. We're trying to be obedient here, but neither one of us are working. Yeah. And that's not been like us because we've always had jobs. We've always had we've jobs. never not been without a job. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, it's one of those things. I don't, 
we've always had jobs always. Yeah. Well, I think it's um, like, like I was saying when you did, you know, go by what I said, what I told you, I heard the Lord say, and you did it. I was like, Oh my gosh, I hope that was you, God. I hope that was you. But I had been training myself. I was hoping too. <laughs> but when that, and the thing is, is when that house came in that week, there has been nonstop houses ever since. You've literally not had a house or not had a house not being built since then. There's been, years, had, there's been years I've turned down houses or called yeah. other builders asking them if they want the want a exactly. house because I've just had too many to take on. So God will come through. If he asks you to do something, he'll, he'll make good on his end. And if it's like a big decision, like what we were saying, if it's something really big, you might want to get a couple confirmations from people that you trust, that you know, hear from God and just, you know, say, I need to hear from God. Would you pray for us? And just, if God says anything to you, just let me know. You know, we're, well, we've got some decisions to make and we really want to make the right one. There is no, um, there's no shame in doing that really because God understands like if, if it's something where you're uprooting your family and going all the way across the country, he's going to want to make sure that you know, it's him. And if you ask for confirmation, he's going to give it to you. Um, but also on the other side, if you're, you know, you're to do, you're doing something that is not his will and he is not in that. He will also put roadblocks up in your way to try to slow you down, um, and stop you maybe even through dreams, maybe through other people. You might have a hard time even say it's like relocating or, or starting a new job and that's not God's will for you. You know, he'll make it a little harder on you, um, you'll see some roadblocks and stuff like that in the way um, to just, just try to slow you down. But anyways, so I just wanted to encourage you guys, if you've been in a season where like say Brian had decided to stay longer out of fear, like we were saying, because at that time I was not working. Brian was the only income and to his family, um, this was very, very um, just, not, not a good thing to do when you're the sole provider and they were, it was not popular and they were like, why did you do that? And so sometimes I'll have you do things that, that, that don't seem normal or it seems like, you know, God would not tell you to do that. Um, we just want to encourage you, like, because had Brian listened to his parents out of fear and hung in that job a little bit longer, I don't know what would have happened because he clearly wanted you to sever and get out of that. And so I don't know why. I don't know if there was something destructive. I don't know. Um, I really don't know. Like there's a bunch of, you know, question marks like why, why? But I'm glad we listened. I'm glad we obeyed. And, but what I wanted to say is, um, God wants us to walk into freedom. Say you've been in a hard season for a very, very long time. And you've just kind of chosen to stay there because, you know, everything in life is a choice. Whether you choose to walk into healing or whether you choose to stay in your pain. Right. Like I was just talking to my friend about um, last week is 
you know, you're not responsible for what happened to you, but you are responsible for getting healed. Mm -hmm. That portion is on you. And so you can stay in that season as long as you want to, or you can choose, I'm going to get up, I'm going to dust myself off, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to find healing and wholeness for myself. And I, I love that about God because even the good things that are good for us, that he wants for us, he still won't force those on, on us because everything's a choice. Um, and I remember one thing you said to me years ago, um, several years ago, in fact, was I was just really, really struggling and just miserable. It's like my mind was just miserable and stuck. I was just st- stuck in all of this stuff from the past. I was just stuck there. And you said, if we're, you you said, I'm never going to hurt you again. I'm never going to go back to that old person. But if you want to stay here miserable till we're 65 years old, then that's on you. And, but I want to be happy. Do you remember saying that to me? Yeah, I do. And I just remember thinking, how dare you? <laughs> but it was true because I was not responsible for what happened, but I was clearly responsible for my own just, you know, mental instability and just stuck in the pain. That portion was on me. And I finally had to, like that toddler I was referring to earlier, I had to stand back up. You know, God was still holding my hand and he was just, when I finally stood up, he's like, are we ready to walk again? (laughs) Like I said, he goes at your pace. He won't rush you. And even if you're in a season longer than he would like for you to be, you know, he will wait for you. Now, if it's something destructive, like where there is a time parameter, like for instance, Brian's job, when he was like, you need to leave this place now, (laughs) you do need to listen and you do need to move quickly. But in other situations where, um, there, there isn't time parameters and God will go at your pace and he'll let you suffer as long as you want to, or he's there to help you walk into freedom and healing. And so that part is your choice. And so I decided, um, that I was just sick of living in that prison in my mind, you know, a chapter that we had closed, we had started a whole new book even, but I was still stuck in the old book in the same chapter. And when I got sick of it and decided to close that book and then move into the new book and open start a new chapter, there's so much freedom in it. And it all came from me choosing to let go and trust God with my new season and that his, his plans are to give us hope in a future and to not harm us. And if you keep that in your in the back of your mind all the time, okay, God's plans are good for me, that he's not going to hurt me, he's not going to harm me, but he has but there's hope and a future for me, then that changes everything. And so, we just want to really thank you guys for tuning in. Please like, share, rate, review. Go check out our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. And until next time, we we bless bless you. you.